Welcome to the Ripe Global Podcast, a podcast providing innovative and inspirational dental education to dental professionals and their teams worldwide. Each fortnight, we deliver relevant content covering procedures, educational opportunities, and interviews with rock stars from the dental world. As we explore the successes and failures of dentistry, learn practical tips and expert advice to help you become a better dental professional. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Ripe Global Podcast. This is Mike Melkers coming to you once again from Hanover, New Hampshire, otherwise known as the middle of nowhere up in the woods with smart people. So I guess I'm talking to another smart person, Dr. Pedro Rodriguez in Porto, Portugal, and uh, say, what do I say? Bem-vindo, Pedro. Very, welcome. Very well. Welcome. Huh? You know, my Welcome Portuguese everyone. is pretty, pretty much, pretty much famous worldwide as, as, a, as, a, as quite the linguist. So thank you so much for joining me today. I, I've really been looking forward to this. And, uh, and so I'll just say welcome and I'll stop blathering on like a fanboy. <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's a pleasure. It's really a pleasure to, to be here and to have this uh, informal chat with you and uh, to everyone to know a little bit about me professional or mostly unprofessional just to <laughs> to <laughs> unprofessional I okay i guess wow we're going that. there right off the bat so i i said i we were just joking before we jumped on and i said i you know i live in new hampshire up in the woods and you said you also live in the woods tell us a little bit about uh, about where you live yeah i live uh, like 20 miles from porto Mm -hmm. Everyone knows Porto, Porto wine, but I live 20 miles from Porto between my Braga where I work and Porto right in the middle. And uh, it's, it's, it's like you in the middle of nowhere in the woods. I, I like it. I like it very much. Uh, I can say I live with my door open because uh, <laughs> it's very safe in here. We feel, uh -huh. we feel one of the reasons is really safe. And um, it's uh, um, a place I can see all everything green around around me. Okay, actually, oh, actually, I will confess, I, I will prefer the ocean, the beach, but, but my wife, she cannot open the door or the window and see the ocean. She, she is very afraid about that. So I'm, we are like uh, 10 miles from the ocean, but we live in the, in the, um, in the, in the mountain or in the woods. Actually, uh -huh. Portugal is very small country, but it's very eclectic. I'm like one hour and a half from the snow, from the mountains. I am like 10 minutes from the, the ocean. Um, it's a small country with, with, with everything very, very near. Nice. Yeah, I, I, my wife and I had the had the lovely opportunity to visit Lisboa uh, for right right together. And that was my first time in Portugal. And I tell you, I am a huge fan, even though we we uh, we spent most of our time in Lisboa or Lisbon, uh, went up a little bit north of there. But we that's the first time uh, Janine and I both said the second we were stepping back on the plane, we said, this is the place I want to come back to next. And in all the travels and in all the places that we've been around the world, we both very much fell in love with your country very, very quickly. 
Yes, I'm 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 suspicious, but I Porto is much prettier than Lisbon. Okay. Well, I, and I have you, heard this. I've it's, heard this. Yes, it's uh, quite different. It's like uh, three, four, five times smaller than Lisbon. It's more mm -hmm. regional. And uh, what my advice to everyone, if they come to Porto, if they need to go up the river, Dolo River, with the boats to the sailors, to the and it's uh, it's amazing. It's unique. You can go by train by the river. And uh, if you don't know it, it's we have the most beautiful road in the world. It's considered where where all the brands for cars film, uh -huh. are filming their their cars because uh, it's quite near the river and uh, all these uh, mountains where where we have the um, the Porto wine all the, that region so it's 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 quite quite beautiful I, I don't believe you at all I'm obviously going to have to come there immediately <laughs> yeah. and and check the veracity of these statements because I don't like port at all and so I, I better come and make sure it's okay to to drink I, I worry about your safety <laughs> yeah so yeah. so aside from aside from all the all the bragging about Porto you're, you're actually from Porto originally is that is that where you were born yes I was born and raise and study in Porto. Yeah. Well, why, why don't you why don't you tell us a little tell the listeners a little bit about your history of of you know where where you did study and and actually how did how did you pick dentistry? Um, <laughs> why I I'm going to tell my history since college I think or I think yes I I, I always study in Porto. And uh, my my primary, my basic school, and my university, everything was in Porto Dental School. Uh, actually, I I always like to to work on small things and very well with my with my hands. Uh, actually, I I have I have this I have this. I, I do my specifics and my exams and actually I was quite confused because my grades were for mathematics and for <laughs> <laughs> I am quite good with numbers and uh, um, my father is an economist but uh, actually I I was all, all I don't I don't I don't say all my life because I was not of that person since I was a kid I want to do to do this do this and that I just uh, I just whatever I study I just uh, um, commitment and have uh, good grades but actually at the end I I, I will I fell in love with biology I I have I, I want to I want to go to medicine and actually I have the chance to change to medicine in my second grade because this the first three grades, three years are the same. And uh, I don't change it because, um, and I really don't re regret it at all because I, I love, love, love very much what I'm doing. That's the only reason we can work so hard, so many times, so much time and sacrifice the family by doing what, uh, what, what we love. And, um, Inside of that, I in in my when I have the when I graduate, I decided very early that I love uh, surgery. I fell in love with uh, with surgery, 
And uh, to be honest, just because I'm, I'm not so, I, I don't know the interpretation of that, but I'm not so good with persons and uh, with that. And actually, uh, at certain point, uh, when we, when I go for post graduation, uh, everyone, some of my colleagues were for orthodontics, and and I just uh -huh. want for, I just want to go for, for surgery, because we are seeing uh, our patients less time <laughs> than <laughs> than than for 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 orthodontics yeah well let me let me back up because you said uh, and this is always a question this is a question that frequently comes up when when we talk with yeah. with dennis you said after your second year that you were able to go back into medicine or go into medicine was dentistry your first choice over medicine before you went into dental school uh my when when i was applying uh I don't know how, I don't know what it works. I I my when when I apply I when I was on um, on on studying for these these three pre years of uni university. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, I was I was thinking of that. But when I was applying, I just put to dental school on uh, on the six universities there are in in uh, in Portugal. I just apply for for dental school. Yes, okay. that was my, yeah, so my first, first, choice. first choice. And because you know, you're, you, you said you love biology, so you're doing a lot of biology. And you said your dad's an economist, so you're actually very good with numbers. You're very good with the number four, which is what we're going to be yeah. talking about. <laughs> all on, <laughs> yes, all on four. Yeah. And I, I, I know we'll get to that. So after, after, you, after you graduated or after you qualified out of dental school and you said you didn't pursue the other specialities that some of your friends did orthodontics where did where did your first years out of school take you um, i have when when i finish school i have the chance to work in the in a hospital that was mm -hmm. connected to university and work at night in attending patients on the on the university while i was uh, uh, opening my my own clinic, I just opened two years after two years after uh, ending, but uh, school. But uh, I was working in the in a hospital that uh, for us who are who are, who are leaving the college was very nice because we are seeing a lot of patients, okay, and we are uh, dealing with them. And then working also in a in a private clinic inside the the school. University, and then at 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 the same time I open my clinic. I have the chance to work with a, a, a doctor that already already been working for twenty years in Braga. That what brings that what splits me between Porto and Braga all all this time since the beginning. So Braga is where you practice now. Where I work. Yes, where I work. Okay. It's like 40, 40 miles from Porto. It's very near. Okay. It's very so, near. Okay. So actually, tell... actually, sorry, sorry. The more the oh, more I ahead. talk, the more the more I talk, and uh, sometimes you, you do questions that we don't think about because we are always rushing and and speeding. Uh, actually, one of the reasons that 
pushed me to surgery, it, it was this, this doctor that I worked a lot. He has his own clinic with a lot of patients. He's an orthodontist, okay? So oh. he doesn't have anyone to do surgery or it was a lack of that. So I got interest in the hospital. We are doing a lot of surgery. Uh, and then I have the chance to do um, a post-graduation for one year and a half of implantology and uh, prosthesis above up the, the implants. And uh, that's, uh, I think at the end, that's what pushed me to, to go for, for surgery. It was okay. to, that, to have that. So you, so you were working, you had a, you know, work in the hospital, you had a chance to do the, an externship, sort of internship in surgery. Now, did you go on to a surgical specialty? Or just just additional training? No, additional additional training, additional training for because actually in the, now it's different 20, 20 years after. But in my times, we, we I I just don't know what is an implant. We never talk about in in the six years of school. In mm -hmm. the we don't talk about so. Uh, I have to go for. Um, for additional training, uh, and I was quite uh, quite fashionate about the the implants and and surgery, and then after and then in two thousand I finished in two thousand and two my graduation, and in two thousand and eight I take a, a master degree, two years in the in oral rehabilitation. Okay, very cool. Where where did yeah, you do that? In the in the university in Porto. Okay, so all of all of your training happened in, in Porto and Braga. Yes, yes, because actually I think it's much more difficult rehabilitation than than surgery. Okay. How so? <laughs> tell me, tell me about that. Yes, it's. Uh, I, I I talk a lot of in in my courses and my uh, giving my experience for those these twenty years. Everyone wants to know about um, the surgery and how to place implants and how to do this and that and that. And actually, that I, I I think it's quite quite easy to get to get there. I think the most difficult part is to understand and do good good uh, rehabilitation, and uh, it's much 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 difficult. And actually, everything that we do, it's about the the planning of the denture of the teeth. Okay, everything we do on surgery. So. Um, I have the needs to do the, to have this master degree. It was like it was like two years, one thousand hours of oral rehabilitation. Okay, just to to get to get better knowledge and understand better. Because yeah. I, I have to be honest, in the in, in the in the beginnings in two thousand and two and these private courses, they just teach us to put the implant, just put the implants, and then we will see about the the teeth <laughs> okay that's it so you're you said you're how many how many years in practice are you you're coming up on on 20 years you said you qualified in 2002 i, I qualified in 2002 so so next year's your 20 year anniversary I'm, I'm at about 27 and you bring up something that a lot of people uh don't fathom some of the struggles back then is that implantology was bone driven. It was a surgically driven procedure. 
and implants went wherever bone was and what what a challenge that became and you talking about implantology being now uh, much more accepted a, a, a prosthetic or restorative driven driven procedure so you lived through that transition though yes so where where did you make that big transition from it being surgically driven to prosthetically driven after when 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 i finished this uh, training in implantology they just uh, guide me bone driven and just uh -huh. uh, and just uh, teach me we are just ancients to to place implants and uh, just to care about uh, if inside inside the bone on and uh, don't even think about the prosthetic part i just after two three years i learned the the hardest way of uh, wow. redoing redoing my my cases or having uh, problems and actually being driven by the the reps okay being by the reps and the the brands not not thinking by my head okay and because we don't have enough enough knowledge okay I, okay i can we can be honest also that we don't have the same the same um, uh, brands or the same technology or the all the things that we have now but um, but I, I will give you a practical example i placed Please. hundreds i placed hundreds hundreds of implants with trilove connection the triangle connection and actually i just i prefer to break a leg of, I, I I would I would just prefer to to place external connection because at the time no no internal oh, is much more ooh. and and uh, just give external and and uh, actually if if people are pla placing our external connection okay we can we can talk about it that but internal connection like trilobe the ceiling was so poor the resistance the connections I have I don't say hundreds but almost of break-ins and problems we just take out the crowns and the smell and the bacteria i was gonna say nothing nothing wakes you up quite well on a monday morning than smelling a trilobe flowered and that patient waiting and oh boy that i was yeah i was born and raised on a nobel yeah nobel biocare trilobes that's that was my first that was my first surgical and it was also my first failure watching uh watching a trilobe you know flower and oh, that, was, that was a painful, painful experience. Yes, yes, me too, me too. I, 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 I one of the reasons that I love so much immediate loathing and so into this, it, I, I have to be honest, it's because of Nobel, okay? Because they were, they were, and my post-graduation, my first uh, graduation in implantology was with this trilogue. So we get stuck what we know. And they sell us like uh, the new product, and uh, and you know how good they are in marketing, and uh, <laughs> and all that. But actually, I learned I learned the 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 hardest way, and I learned one thing that I don't know. It depends on the countries, but there uh, they were very rude in this aspect. It's a privilege for for you to work with us, and blah blah blah. Um, that doesn't happen now, but um, 
I have till now, and I, I show in my courses, I am, I am redoing cases, yeah. my cases for these 15 year old cases with yeah, this trial. Well, <laughs> I, I, I think, I, I think uh, overconfidence and arrogance, unfortunately, still does exist in implantology, but I, 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 I know, and not disrespecting you know, the founders, uh, my, when I was in Spokane, I think it was five years out of school, and my wife and I had just moved there and we were invited to a study club and, and we were poor and they said, no, I'm sorry, we, we, we can't make it. And they called and said, well, you should really make it. And I said, well, I can't make it. And we find, Janine finally said, well, you know, we should really go. They've asked us three times and so we go. And I walk in and I look at the name tag and I said, oh, you're from Brazil, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I'm here for the study club. And I said, oh, okay anything else in the states he goes no just for a study club i'm like huh so i go to the next person i say oh you're from switzerland what are you what are you doing in spokane he's like oh, i'm here for the study club and so a while later i'd had enough coffee i went to the restroom and as i'm in the restroom i look over and pi Branamark is next to me and this was the Branamark reunion study club of the all the people he trained from around the world and i didn't know i was being invited to that and so it was only about 50 of them uh, and it was three days and we got to hang out with PI and see all those challenges that they had in those first early years. Actually, if you, I, I know the viewers can't see, but right there, uh, the certificate of attendance that I'll pull down for you is, there you go, is from the Brandmark uh, reunion group. So I know none of the viewers can show, but my hair is standing up <laughs> on my arms, so you can see. So those are good times, and I do give huge props, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly that came out of those years. But um, yeah, and that's one that's one thing, Peter, that I really I really enjoy about you and some uh, you know some of the real top educators I admire so much, whether educators are just honest practitioners. You do show your failures, and you do show your challenges, and you do talk about that, that you don't walk on water, and everything you does do works. Where did that come from? Who inspired you to be that honest and that sharing with some of the hardest things that you see out of your own hands? Uh, actually, when, when I decided to, um, to go to this world of sharing and teaching, we, we go several times a year to see, to courses and education. And actually, I, I, I don't know. I'm feeling that uh, everyone doesn't say everything. They they were just hiding things, and they just uh, they just uh, showing things that only works with them. And actually, when I decided uh, in 2011, when I leave Malo to start uh, giving these courses, I decided I decided two things. It was. Um, with patience, it was with patience to, to see and to just share my clinical experience and uh, be honest and in every level. So just to be different and if I want to continue on this and, and have interest and uh, be differentiated from, from other hundreds of courses that there are, I think that's, that's, that's the way. And um, I think people, people that I work with, uh, like Paulo Malo, we just uh, 
we are talking about everything we're just sharing and see so I think that's that's the an option I think to be to be to I'm I'm a, let 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 me let me make you understand the, uh, one thing I of course I of course I read I read a lot and we see we see scientific basis and everything but when I start to do this all on four it was in 2007 okay mm -hmm. it was 13 years ago there wasn't so many literature about that or so many scientific basis we are just one guy from Portugal that uh, here in Portugal comes to the TV and say, and we get curious and he was so successful. So maybe he knows something. And uh, it makes, it was making sense. Just for your course, my first all on force, I was doing sinus lifting and tilting the implants. Okay, just not to, not, not just to, to be, to be sure. And, uh, and actually is very and everything that i that i show in the courses it's something that i i'm seeing in my clinical life in my daily basis is not something that i read it's not something that i see someone doing it's actually something that i do every day several several times a day and it works and uh, and now that we are seeing papers coming out from 10 years 15 years corroborating what you are doing it's it's very it's very it's very nice for example i'm placing for more than 10 years all my implants more than 80 19 newtons and everyone was saying that's crazy and now there are lots of articles that saying there 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 are no problem with uh, with that and and actually i wasn't i i wasn't having any problems on on that and having good results and and uh, that's 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 one one of my my uh, mojos where it's just talking about the clinical experience and everything that I that I do and uh, just be honest. You did say eight eighty eight zero to nine zero newtons. Yes. Yeah. Don't try that with the trilobe. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> above with the trilobe above thirty five. You are, you're yeah. toast. I actually remember having this conversation with uh, Dr. Tom uh, Giblin and his dad, John Giblin from Australia about the controversy of, uh, you know, using high, high torque placements. And it's actually, you know, a lot of those things, as you say, are panning out from clinical experience and the results kind of speak for themselves. A lot of, a lot of ways to get that done. And other people say, you know, I do it with low and they're talking about 12 and 15 and burying them for extra months it's uh it's yeah hurts my small brain <laughs> it um yeah it depends on many on many on many factors uh, it depends on the way it depends on first the type of the type of bone of course but actually it's not about that it's about uh, the type of implant and the preparation that uh, that you are doing if you are uh, because actually if i'm working with the implants that they are with i work with conical connection uh, mm -hmm. and they are they can handle 
215 newtons before they break. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And uh, actually, one thing that I, that I, that I learned uh, or, or that I do when I was changing a brand, what, 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 what I do in this all on force, in this easy case that we have a lot of bone, I, I choose um, a part of the maxilla of the mandible that we have space. If everything gets wrong, we just place um, next to him another implant. And we just, I just feel the, the parts of the implant and where I can go and where, where it's, uh, if, if the, the brand or the reps are actually, the, the implant it's uh, doing what they say it's doing. But actually, uh, we, you need an implant that the macro geometry helps, very cutting. We, you, mm -hmm. I, I work with conical connection. I actually place, place my, all my implants two millimeters depth. So they are not, uh, they are not uh, doing any compression on the cortical. Okay, mm -hmm. they are under the cortical, and then you need very nice multi-units height chest um, with a very small neck to put to put uh, the prosthetic part and give space for uh, biological width and all all that stuff without without using any bone profiler, just placing the multi-unit with the implant two millimeters inside the bone and just placing it the prosthetic part two millimeters above the bone. I love this when I can host a podcast and I start taking notes. <laughs> Instead of them being speaker notes and question notes, I'm actually taking notes on, on implantology. I feel like uh, I feel like this is one of the uh, one of the fringe benefits of being the podcast host so many times <laughs> is I actually get a one on one course several times a year with some of the people that I respect so much. Yeah, I have to go back because you said two things that I wanted to follow up on, and I, I have to come back to the last one. Those easy all on four cases. What the heck is an easy all on four case <laughs> from a neophyte that these things scare the heck out of me? Tell me what makes an all on four case easy aside from 20 years of experience. Yeah, what makes you easy in everything? Repetition. Mm -hmm. Repetition. Repetition, okay, and uh, and actually understand why you are doing things, okay? Because in these um, last ten years, not thirteen, I start thirteen the all on four. I talked with so many people around the world, and uh, we discussed, and most of the people just say, "I don't like all on four," and I say, "Why?" And I say, "I don't like it," but why? And I don't like it. So I, I just I just don't argue with, with them anymore. I, I have this episode in my head. I was discussing with this guy. I really don't remember the country. And I say, oh, I did this all on four. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't like it. And I say, what kind of multi-units do you use? And, I say, and he said to me, multi-units? And I said, okay, I just leave the discussion. It was okay. So people think all in four has four implants. It's so wrong, so wrong. Okay. What is, I, I can give you, I just, it, it's not easy to me to answer those questions. What is a, a easy all in four? Because I can, I, I, I think most of them are, are easy. Okay. If you understand and, and if you read, if you know how to read the bone, okay. Just to you to have an understanding. In maxilla, 
I'm placing the tilted ones, 80% uh, of my implants are 22 or 25 millimeters. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but uh, actually, this is not by chance. You, you just need to to understand to understand what is the, this technique. I will I will I'll, before I go to the to the, my history a little bit just to understand why I feel so comfortable and my evolution. I just want to people to say this is a very very simple technique, not an easy one, but very simple technique. And this is like I said, a technique. This is what I like the most. You don't need materials. You don't need equipment. You don't need fancy fancy things. You just need brain and hands and understand why you are doing. And actually, why I feel so comfortable. When I was invited, when I was invited to open the Malo Clinic in Porto, okay, they they opened these huge five five stores uh, of in Porto. I, I, I went to Lisbon for almost a year every month to know the philosophy, to understand why to do. And then I opened, we were, we were two surgeons and 10 prostodontists, okay? And we are doing just, to, you are doing like 20, 30 all on fours a month, okay? For, I was doing like for almost four years. So, we 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 get all everything. We are we have a lot of foreigners uh, come come over. We have all these cases that went to other clinics, so it's impossible to do. And okay, we can do it, and we can place your teeth in the same day, because actually no one was living without without the without the teeth. Because if we are not doing it as standard all on four, we go for zygoma. Okay. But uh, actually, with with these new with these new techniques, we I, I, I can solve I think ninety eight percent of my case with standard all on fours. But actually, was this who give me the this uh, background, this amount of art cases? Because actually, now with these pterygoid implants, with these transcendental implants, and uh, what I consider for me the most amazing technique, the breakthrough of the was the palatal approach. That we don't need, we don't need weed, we don't need the weed with the bone to to place the implants. Okay, I just need a little height, and I I can place my implants without the bone in the palatal. And uh, I I I I am been doing this technique for seven years, and I was quite amazed and happy to see there are now studies uh, from Brazilian guys with this palatal approach, proven technique that works. And I can show all my cases for more than five years with 100% success. So actually it's repetition. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm, people can't see me. I'm, I'm sitting over here dizzy. Uh, Pedro and I can see each other and I'm my, my jaw is on the floor. And boy, we just kicked it into high gear, 20 to 30, all on four a month. Oh, casually was asked to open the Malo Clinic in Porto. So th that was my next question. How did you, I mean, Paulo Malo, world famous name dropper right there, is how did you get involved with Dr. Malo? Because I work for, I, I was, I work for Nobel. 
Okay. Okay. I was I was back at the time. I was giving courses step by step courses with the initial with people. They they were selling uh, a kit and twenty implants to uh, to a new guy, and they sent it to my clinic to give him courses step by step. And I was uh, at the time I don't know the first of five people that was placing more implants. So Paulo just called me and invite me. I it was a it was a, a leap of faith, and I I, I just don't I sell my clinic in Porto, and uh -huh. uh, go I sell my clinic in Porto. I stay in Braga only one day, only one day, and go the rest of the week, all other days to 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 Porto to Malo Clinic, and uh, I was working. 8 a.m. to midnight, midnight wow. every day because actually they in Lisbon they were divided in seniors and juniors and uh, seniors like me was placing the implants and then the juniors were placing the prostodontic during the day but actually opening the clinic uh, there were just uh, us so we are doing everything the the planning, the preparation, the surgery, the, the try-in and the delivery of the denture. And actually that's one of the things that made me redo and, and um, evolve my concept because uh, uh, when I live and the teaching, I am doing uh, the prosthetic part quite different than they were doing then. But uh, actually it was like that. I uh, I get this call from Paulo, and um, and uh, that was very a really a good school. I was only doing surgery there, okay. At the time, I was doing everything in my clinic, okay. And my goal, my purpose, it's only doing surgery, and uh, that that was good. I actually leave Malo Clinic because one month of my daughter was born. Okay, that's the reason I I leave I leave the the clinic. You got, one you got right to you got right to my next my next question. How how many years were you at the Malo Clinic? I was four years, almost four years. Four years, and the next reason I was going to ask how did you end up there, and my next question was going to be why did you leave, and you went to family. So yes, yes, that's I I know I have my nine years old daughter. And the son for uh, it is going this this month is is gonna have four, but actually that was the reason because I, uh, you know, at the beginning we sacrifice everything. It's work, even now. But now we are more we are more um, educated. But actually, it was impossible if I want to to have a little time with my daughter. It was impossible. So I. I believe it uh, from from there it was um, it was amazing it was uh, a very very good school but uh, for family family reasons it was crazy the time where we worked there more than more than 12 hours a day every day I mean those are those are defining characteristics of your of your personality and you know, I, I don't, I haven't, this is actually the, I think only the first or second time you and I have talked, 
but uh, getting quite an insight in what you say is there are times to there's that whole balance in life thing there's times to work harder than than pay attention to family there's times to play harder and then there's times that you know you prioritize even even in the presence of such a wonderful opportunity so tell so what happened next uh, you know obviously your daughter was born so yeah. what what did you what did you do then tell us about the the next step of your journey the next step i i i I have the I have the clinic in Braga, okay, mm -hmm. all the time because um, that was one of my options. Never stay there even for a day, and then I I was there. I opened more days there, and I have an invitation from from a clinic in in Porto. So I stayed for for several years between two places, and then six years ago. I just go. I just move it to Braga. I, oh, I I move with my clinic in Braga to another place, like five times bigger, with twenty um, five stories. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I was gonna say, actually, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but actually, with no, it's not just. But actually, with um, with some things that I would will really like, like uh, education room. Uh, like education room, like uh, in-house laboratory for the immediate loading, uh, and um, and uh, other other conditions like a recovery room for the patients. And uh, I have, I have, like like you said, these six years when I opened this clinic, it was the decision like let's play hard again. Okay, let's invest again again uh, all the time and uh, all the time and money just to play hard and uh, get to leap for these uh, new conditions for education uh, for the clinic uh, so another 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 step <laughs> well tell tell me about about your current team tell me what what exists in that building you know who have you chosen to work with how you know how you pick those people is because I see so many amazing practitioners on, on on Ripe, but I've been to into a lot of their offices, and it's it's a lot of the people around them and that they get to work with that we don't always get to see. So, why don't you share your team with us? Yes, my the first the first responsible for these new changes was my wife. Okay, <laughs> we, it's that one that one. Because I was saying, no, I am so good in these two in these two offices, this small clinic of 70, 70 meters. No, I don't. I won't not go for a five hundred square meters clinic. No way. With and now we are like I was with three people, and now we are fifteen. Oh my so, gosh! So yes, yes, five of them are from the uh, four of them are from the lab. Okay, but uh, yes with completely new concept, but uh, actually one of the reasons I, 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 I you know, I, I do this sleep and the relationship, the, the person that uh, works, works the, uh, the, who talks to them is my wife. She's an, a neuropsychologist. So she oh, knows boy. very human behavior. So uh -huh. she's the talk to assistant because you know, there is a, another doctor with me 
that works closely to me, my Padovan. Uh, it works to me for the last uh, almost three years, but otherwise it's all women. So <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's, you know, you know how it is. I, I, I don't need to, to, to speak, but actually it's, it's, um, I, I, it was quite hard to, to get this, this decision, like let it go. People, I have, I don't, I don't talk about money or have this decision to person. I have one person, this patient management that works works with them and takes care of everything. That was something I was doing myself, controlling mm -hmm. everything. And uh, actually, I have this guy that I'm close to me. He's preparing the surgeries. He's doing already some surgeries and help me, helping me in everything. And uh, that was an imposition of my wife to have some more more free time or not so much pressure pressure in in uh, in my head and um, with this clinic i stopped this six years ago seven years ago, i stopped doing uh, endodontics i stopped doing uh, statics i just uh, focus on surgery on perio and the rehabilitation about implants because i actually have persons rehabilitation in teeth and uh, veneers and uh, orthodontics so with this new we we, we work because I, in the world is very common to work in spe specialties but here uh -huh. in portugal in portugal not now it is but uh, 20 years ago not so much or 10 years ago uh, everyone is doing uh, everything. I have colleagues who, that do orthodontics, that do implantology, that do, and um, okay, it's an option. It's yeah. an option. But, yeah. So tell me, you, you brought up, uh, I think you said Padawan, uh, your uh, your ment your mentee. Uh, tell tell uh, tell us about that relationship. Yeah, he's he's the quietest person in the world. He's. Um, a karate professor for the kids, the world can be on fire and is zen. Okay. Is the is <laughs> one of the things that I that I that I chose because actually I am um, I am quite rude or quite rough on surgeries. Okay. On those I'm quite concerning on the patient, very focused on his well-being and being the fast that I can and the most end, actually, because we are doing every day the same thing. I am very demanding with my assistants, and actually, we are not we are not um, talking during the surgery. And uh, when something and and I have this defect, I have this defect that I think they read my mind. Okay, when I'm surgery, <laughs> don't you know what I'm talking? Okay, sometimes I I just. I just uh, see myself uh, complaining with them because they don't read my mind. Just to uh -huh. um, and uh, and this guy, uh, one of the things that I I like it a much, like to very much about him is uh, is this balance of uh, keeping keeping uh, everything calm. And my assistants, of mm -hmm. course, we have uh, assistants that working for me for more than ten years. They are uh -huh. they are. They are uh, just used to, but uh, sometimes I can 
uh, it's uh, I can be very very rough to them during during the surgeries. Okay, but actually, pa people patients are are all not sleeping, but uh, but uh, not paying attention, and we 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 focus. That's that's on my on my concerns and and actually just a story. I make I. I, I make already some some students not 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 cry, but because they were not uh, pushing enough or not or not being because th this problem we doing courses on on live patients they are doing mm -hmm. on patients they 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 are not focused sometimes and my main concern is the patient of course we are there for teaching the students but my main concern is patient and sometimes when they just I don't know. They are dropping something, or not to focus, or or looking to the side of hearing the story about the car, or or the vacations of someone and the patient in front of them. I I get I get I get um, angry because I I actually I'm really I'm really proud of of the the courses that that uh, that I'm 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 doing because I think we have the four pillars or four steps. Of education because we are doing the theory, okay, the step by step with, sur with surgeries and videos, and then we go for hands on uh, all the pieces and uh, all the doing everything on maxilla and mandible. Mm -hmm. And after those, after those three steps, we are going for real patients, okay, and doing this the. the beginning till the end, opening the flap till delivering the denture. And uh, what I feel that helps a lot to the students most of the time is not really the steps of the surgery, but all the, the boundings, the small steps, what I'm doing next, okay? All these steps that they get stuck. Okay, so I think people after doing all these four steps, doing everything in real, they, they they get, I think they get comfortable of uh, doing it. So speaking of teaching, I mean, you have your all on four masterclass coming up on Ripe Global. Tell, tell us a little bit about what we're gonna see at, at, the, at your masterclass. Okay, I, um, I, I, I don't, I, don't th I think, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was, I was saying, I think, but I, we, we're gonna, we're gonna divide this in two parts. Okay. I think this is gonna come out, um, a new part now. And, uh, everything I'm gonna show is my, my, my clinical experience. And, uh, actually one, one thing that gives me really pleasure to, to shoot, it was two days. We shoot like 12 hours a day. It was the how we how we uh, get the patient in the clinic for the first time how we get the data the photos the clinical history the cvct the impressions all of that how i even talk about and had how we communicate with the patient this concept and try to him to have these different options about because when I talk about this concept, I'm not giving only this option. I give in the other options, okay? And people choose this this information what what suits better for for them. And actually, how we how we I, I think we can we can say that how we sell 
this concept and how we we facilitate this um, this treatment concept for for them we 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 are going to show in that i'm going to show one thing that i'm i'm uh, proud of this of this this way we are doing we are only doing one appointment for every case no matter if the case is double arch with denture with teeth with implants with partial denture we just do one appointment and schedule the surgery we are i go through every situ possible situation and get this get this recorded for for this lab communication and how i pass the information to the to get everything that I want to the day of the surgery. We, mm -hmm. that we are going to, I have the surgery step-by-step, step, okay? Important, I added also the ergonomics. I think it's very important, the ergonomics during the surgery, how we can see better, all those, all those stuff, and the, and the delivery, the delivery of denture. And then, we have uh, several hours of step-by-step um, -step, uh, surgical procedures and uh, how this treatment, I think I, I want to, how this treatment change patient's life, but actually how this treatment change my life and my, my office life, my practice life, because actually I, I when I, since I started this, this this is what boosts my clinic. What uh, uh, what make me have what I what I have now? Since I have re, since I have uh, built a new clinic, a new training center, referrals from other patients, referrals from other doctors by doing all the art cases, and um, and this is really a uh, deep deep impact treatment this i i, I like to i i started doing these courses like i said 2011 okay almost ten, nine years with life and uh, we're still talking and everyone i think with all that everyone that implemented this in the clinic in one or two years just double their invoice okay by having this concept inside the clinic okay because it's um patients want this treatment they 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 accept the acceptance of the treatment is very 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 high okay so cool that, that's so cool and that's so inspiring and as you bring up uh the part two uh the two parts of your series i'm gonna have to say we're at an hour and we're gonna have to have part two of the podcast because I had three pages of questions and I didn't get past my second one. I don't even think I got to my really? second question. No, I told you at the beginning, we're going to chat. We're going to see where it goes. You and I absolutely have to meet in person, Pedro. I'm, I'm really looking forward to your, to your masterclass this Saturday, which I'll be hosting as well. So I, I will see you there. I'll listen to you there. So to... Um, all of the listeners, I hope you'll join us on the masterclass and you can check that out on Ripe Global, the Facebook group or ripeglobal.com for all that great information. But to you, Pedro, I will say obrigado por uma descansão maravilhosa. If I oh, you even know what that meant. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know how my 
I don't know how my Portuguese came across there. <laughs> you escape, escape. We can understand you. You can come. Uh, you well, can come to Porto. <laughs> my my Spanish is better, and I've learned that speaking uh, Spanish in a Portuguese accent doesn't get you very far. <laughs> But uh, I, I I I very much enjoy. Do you have anything to say to our listeners before we wrap it up? Yes, I think uh, you should you you should listen to the master class. I think it's gonna, it, it's gonna be, it, it's been hard, I, I already prepared it. It's been hard to, to put everything in 45 minutes, okay? But uh, we're just giving a glimpse, a glimpse of what, uh, what you need. But actually, um, I think this, we don't need to prove anything about this technique, okay? This is for more than 20 years, okay? But actually, I, I will show that everything that works clinically, I'm not showing anything on articles, just uh, the clinic. And I think it's a very, very nice concept. And it's very, it's very fulfillment for, for the patients, for the team, for the clinic, for ourselves to have these uh, nice results and these uh, reactions for, for the patients. Perfect. I'm looking forward to it. And I'll say Buon Noite. And thank you to all the listeners for joining us once again here on the Ripe Global Podcast. Mike Milkers from Hanover, New Hampshire, and Pedro from Porto signing off. And we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much for joining us for this incredible episode of the Ripe Global Podcast. We'll meet you back here next time for some more insights from Ripe Global. And in the meantime, Ripe Global is teaming up with master dentists from all over the world to offer you a fast-growing library of world-class online lectures and masterclasses. Visit our website at www.ripeglobal.com and become a member today.